Good afternoon and hope you're having an awesome Arab Shabbos. So it's hard to believe another week has passed, but you're still here, I'm still here, and the sun, well, is finally still shining here in Toronto. So as is our holy custom every Friday, we look into the weekly Torah portion to pull out a message to be inspired by and share that inspiration with others, even if just virtually. The Parsha that we would have read in Shul this Shabbos is Parsha's Vayikra, the beginning of the third book of the Torah, which is also called Vayikra. One of the many things I love about Torah is not just the message, but the value that's placed on every sentence, every word, and even every letter, no matter how small. And it holds true for this week's portion, which starts with exactly that, a small letter. As you can see, if you look at the episode icon, the very first word Vayikra is not written normally, and that, it is ha- that is how it has been written in every single Torah for all generations. The last letter, the Aleph, is in fact smaller than normal. And as Jews, we are always supposed to ask why. And as Jews, there are obviously many different answers, but today we're going to focus on one. The Yalkut Shimoni, part of the wisdom of Midrash, explains Hol Vitinokos Tahorim, Vikorbanos Tahorim, Yavo Tahorim Visasku Batar. Since children are pure, and Korbanos, sacrifices, the theme of Vayikra, are all about purity, let the pure ones come and discuss issues of purity. As such, the commentary known as the Kli Yakar, who lived in the 1500s, says that the small Aleph represents the smallest of people, the youngest of ages, instructing us that rather than children starting their Torah study with the stories of Beratius, which also has an Aleph in it, and all of that drama, let them start with Vayikra, because for them, the important messages are not about the challenges and struggles of life, but first a child needs to be reminded that they are pure, and they should strive to approach life in a pure fashion. This is a huge point if you think about it. If you view yourself as pure, you strive for purity. On the flip side, if you view yourself as garbage, well then you'll treat yourself like garbage. We want kids, and let's be honest, all of us, to remember that we came into this world pure, and our goal is to maintain or reclaim that persona and strive to live an elevated life just like that. I was just speaking to my friend Jeff earlier today about how during these times, we're given the opportunity to remind ourselves why we're here and what we're all about, because we often lose track and forget. If we view ourselves as a profession, we strive to be great in our profession. If we view ourselves as innately ruthless, we strive to be and celebrate being ruthless. If we view ourselves as born pleasure seekers, we strive to seek pleasure. But if on the flip side, we view ourselves as born kind, we strive for great kindness. If we view ourselves as generous, we strive for the greatest of generosity. And if we view ourselves as pure, we strive to build a life of extreme purity. And it's during these times more than ever that we have the opportunity to remind ourselves about when we were just a little Aleph, the way we were when we were born. The Torah comes to remind us here, as does the prayer that we recite every morning, God, the soul you gave me, it's pure. Our job is to keep it that way, or to cleanse it through thought and action to live up to that ideal. It reminds me of a story that a Rabbi Kellerman tells about his son. If I remember the story correctly, they used to call his youngest son Kadashal, our little holy one. Well, one day they were walking in Tel Aviv during the day, and this little Kadashal, as all kids, had to go to the bathroom. Problem was that they couldn't find a public bathroom anywhere. Finally, they found a seedy-looking bar that wasn't really busy, but had a bathroom, and the owner said the kid could use it. The family was relieved, because now their child could, well, I guess, relieve himself. Only problem was, the kid wouldn't agree to go in. No matter how much they encouraged and prodded him, don't worry, it's safe, it's alright, we'll stand right here, nothing helped. Until they finally asked the child, 
So tell us, why won't you go in? And then the child replied, Well, because I'm Kaddishal. I'm holy. I don't belong in a place like that. Imagine if we reminded ourselves each morning, we are all Kaddishals. We are all pure. And our job is to maintain and spread that purity through all of our thoughts, actions, and ultimately have that inspire our aspirations. Not bad. And all that from a little Aleph. And on that note, I wish you all an epic Shabbos. If you are on the fence about disconnecting the Shabbos and really trying to keep it, I urge you, for yourself, to allow yourself to have that experience. A little kiddish, motzi, singing, reading, the world will be there when you come back after Havdalah, but you will feel recharged to approach it a little more as a Kaddishal than you were before you went in. So have a wonderful Shabbos, and I look forward to seeing you all tomorrow.